Hello and welcome to the Teenage America podcast. I'm your host, John, joined by co-hosts Ray and Aiden. And today we are continuing our talk to the Fruits of the Spirit. And in fact, I think this is the grand finale of the Fruits of the Spirit. So the finale of season two. Uh, today we're talking about uh, self-control. And to begin, I got this verse uh, from James 1, 19 through 20. Know this, my uh, beloved brothers, let every person be quick to uh, hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And uh, this verse, I think, really is the manifestation of self-control. It's the self-control in uh, talking, the self-control in actions, and the self-control of uh, emotions. And sometimes emotions can get out of hand and uh, we can get angry. I know I've been, uh, when people either say something mean or uh, it could be any rank of reasons, I know I've been, I can get frustrated and lash out in anger or say something that was rude or something, and that's not me showing self-control. So I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with. So I think this would be a good topic to um, not only finale with, but to get into. Yeah, and so starting out, I guess, really, um, I don't know what you guys uh, think about this, um, but for me personally, when I think of self-control, um, it's always kind of been the, this idea that you you always get taught, you know, morally from your parents that um, you growing up really is that you know when when someone makes you angry or someone does this or that to you, you just you uh, you know continue to treat them kindly, continue to um, just you know do what you're you know to do, you know, be the better person in the situation. That's kind of what. Um, I, th- I feel like a lot of our culture, you know, kind of talks about or says whenever you talk about self-control. Uh, but actually, I have a verse from Proverbs 25, uh, verse 28 that says, uh, Like a city that is broken into and without walls is a man who has no control over his spirit. And that kind of, just like the verse in James, um, talks it talks about the idea of self-control. Um, and it even correlates it to that, that person without self-control. It's like a city that is broken into and without walls. And it's kind of like this idea that there's no structure, there's no foundation in a person that doesn't have self-control. Uh, and really, I, I think for me, like personally, and I know John kind of gave a little bit of an example, but for me personally, there's been times where, um, you know, I've seen like my friends get treated poorly, you know, by people. And it's hard for me to be like, to let that go, you know, to not feel with this sort of, you know, um, frustration toward that person that's not treating my friends well, and then upon that, not saying something to them, um, and not, and at the same time, I have to understand though that even in those times when, you know, maybe my friends aren't being treated right, and this doesn't happen all the time, but like whenever it has happened before, just on occasion, and you know, it's it's obviously not something that anyone enjoys uh, seeing. So then you want to say something, you want to get angry at that person, and you want to, you know. Uh, converse with them and why they're wrong but really it's this idea of self-control that you know um being like christ ultimately what would christ uh christ represents um or in scripture we have a perfect representation of what to do in situations how to treat people from christ so you know so looking at his life so then you know you just apply that to yourself like okay i could get mad at this person i could yell at them for doing that but um, I'm not going to because uh, even though they did what they did and it was wrong, just continue to for- forgive them, move on from it, and that's it. You know, and if they do it again, then I can politely say something, and that's about it. And that so that happened to me in the past, and um, thankfully the Lord um, 
uh, helped me have self-control. And um, I was able to just, you know, kind of walk away from that situation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's pretty common for, uh, you know, to us to – there's a lot of areas where we can uh, exhibit self-control in areas uh, that are lives where things may happen and stuff. And so, yeah, that's kind of like, I guess, my first thoughts on this. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree, and I think that's uh, kind of a scenario that everybody can relate to that where you have – um, either yourself or other people you're with being attacked that way. And I think that's kind of a, um example that I think most people have kind of gone through. Um, and being self-controlled is definitely really important uh, during those times like you, like you spoke about. And I think that also self-control relates to, like, I think it relates to a lot of things. Because uh, that's really, like, if you look at it, that's the only control that a human has is over their selves. Um, even though some people may want control over other things, that's really what we have control of the most, so it's going to affect pretty much every part of our lives, whether it's, like, things you're watching, things you're listening to, like, social media, um, other media outlets, uh, actions, like you guys have been talking about, speech, um, anger, and things like that, uh, and even being patient, um, I think, and, uh, like, waiting on things, um, I think it even could tie into trust a little bit and like going through a situation like we're in now being controlled to make sure that you're still trusting God and, and evaluating yourself and, and praying in that way to uh, make sure you're looking at things the right way. And I think like you guys have been talking about, I think that it's definitely a classic example of like speech and action are the two most like really important like they're really important those two because um i think those happen to be the most like irritable things but i think um also like i said different media platforms and uh and things like that yeah um and i think there's um self-control is like Ryan was saying, it's in everything, right? So some, but some people think like it just they like can lax on it, I guess. Like, because uh, self control is not just it's it's everything what you put in and you put, uh, what you see, what you watch, what you do. But some people can give the excuse of like I'm old enough now for this, or uh, that's just how I act. That's how I am, or um, like give excuses for why they're doing and why that they're doing is right and um th and that can that's not good because uh at the verse that Ray, uh, Aiden sorry uh read which was Proverbs uh what was the verse again Aiden um Proverbs something oh, okay uh like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control um, that, uh, that verse is important because if you let, um, selfishness go, it will eventually take over everything. So you can't give excuses for it and you gotta, uh, go on the morals that God is showing you. It's not going to be the same for everyone because he's going to convict you of different things than other people. And so it's important to always have that in mind and to, um, even as, Aiden and Rain were saying, uh, even if people are bullying or um, 
your friends are watching something that you know is wrong, um, you got to be able to step out of that situation and not lash out. And, I mean, I've been in situations where people can be bullying me, and uh, you you get a rising emotion of anger, right? I, at least I do. And then you want to lash out at that person or just walk uh, away from that person or something, uh, which isn't always a bad thing. But you also don't want to set a bad example because then you also are wrong, and then you have to go back to that person. You want to try to be as level as you can. Um, and... Self-control, I guess, is one of those things. Like Aiden was saying, you got all, are always taught from the beginning, right? So non-Christians even will be taught, like, don't lash out. Uh, like, don't be angry and send your anger and stuff. But they don't really know what it's coming from. But as Christians, we know why we need to not do that because Christ uh, asks us not to do that. And I think those are some more important points. Yeah, and like you're talking about that that verse right there, and I think that it says like a city whose walls are broken through, it's 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 weakening. It weakens a person to act like that. And I think it's kind of all over the proverbs, being slow to speak, slow to anger, um, and acting in wisdom. I think when you're not self-controlled, it says in the Bible, you acting foolish. It, you you look like a fool, and you can you can do things that you're gonna regret later, and it can be it can be. Uh, it's not going to set a good example for those watching, uh, certainly in, in actions and speech when you're out and about. So I think that's another point, like that verse saying it it weakens a person, it breaks you down. It's not a good. It's not a. It's not a good thing at all. Um, yeah, and I think um, which this may have been already touched on a little bit, uh, but the idea of like social media and stuff. I think that's a great place to see people um, lack self control especially because you're not actually face-to-face with the people you're talking to or you're talking about. So it's very easy to for people to just say what they want, and that's about it. And there's no real thinking like, hey, you know, maybe I should be kind to this person. Uh, there's a lot of gossiping, a lot of just – and that's why, honestly, social media is just it's, – it's made to look better than what it really is because if you just watch people on different social media platforms, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 you know, all that, you see people – engaging in all these conversations, criticizing other people, just constantly, it's just constant drama. Uh, and there's no self-control in it whatsoever. And really, it's a good example for us as believers to, and if, even for non-believers to look at and go, okay, that's not what I want to be like. You know, we, we should all ultimately want to be, to have that quality of self-control. Because when we have self-control, and like Reagan touched on, um, we have, there, there's a foundation that we have, and we are, you know that, and also when we look at Christ's example in life, um, we we see, like I talked about earlier, a perfect example of how to live your life, and also how we treated others. He didn't treat people with, you know, disrespect. When people treated him in a wrong way, he didn't lash out on them. He didn't, um, you know, do anything uh, by any means that was wrong to them. He just treated them with respect and care, and he was hard. Uh, harsh in some areas he he to, just told the truth he you know presented the truth and it's full uh and it's um really in the full manner and there was something more to it and so um really i i, I think that with this kind of idea of self-control um it comes down to us continually as we normally conclude with these uh type of podcasts where we talk about specific different uh qualities that we should exhibit as as people um, it comes down to just continual prayer, asking uh, 
God to continue to work in our hearts and to conform us uh, and to make us more like Christ each and every day. And then because ultimately we, we are not going to reach that the, the perfect, you know, uh, standard where we're just perfect in everything we do. Obviously, that is not going to happen upon that. We're not going to ever be able to exhibit perfect self-control. But um, through the Holy Spirit working in us, changing us, continually work, helping us, um, we are able to continually get better at, you know, exhibiting self-control and not, you know, maybe lashing out when we normally would have or would have before. Um, and and then ultimately, and I and I think that the um, it's amazing because I know people and I've seen people in the past before being saved that you know had problems like not being able to have full self control, not having good self control at least, and being saved now, looking back on that, they're completely different. Not in the sense that they're perfect by any means, but there's a change in their heart, the way that they view situations like that, where it's not just about themselves, you know, that they've been disrespected. So they're going to lash out on this person. It's the fact that, you know, we act in a, in a godly way and that's what matters to them now, not just, Oh, I don't really care. You know, I'm going to get this person back for treating me this way. And it could be anything. And honestly, it's also, it ties into your thoughts too, not just at your actions. It goes on everything, you know, what you think in your head also applies, you know, because that's just as valid as what you do in your actions. You know, what you think in the mind is, a, is can be a terrible thing because it can really just, you know, you can say things in your mind, you know, think things about people that is terrible and then no one would know, you know, and no, no one knows that. So it's all about really prayer, um, asking God for forgiveness whenever we do sin, we do uh, lack self-control, but then praying that he would help us to exhibit better self-control. And so, I mean, that's really, you know, the, the gist of it really. Yeah, and I just want to jump in here real quick. You were think, talking about um, thinking bad thoughts about uh, other people. And, Rain, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember listening to a, a sermon. Oh, actually reading, actually, the Bible uh, in Genesis or Exodus. I think it was Exodus, um, where they had the Ten Commandments. Oh, wait, no, no, it was not Exodus. It was, uh, I don't remember exactly where, but uh, the in they have the Ten Commandments, Thou shalt not murder, and all uh, those commandments. But um, didn't it, didn't we read, Reagan, that uh, if you uh, think a bad thought about your brother, then you already committed um, murder? Yeah, I think I think that right? uh, I think that that I think actually Jesus was revisiting the things said in Exodus. Yeah. Um, like if you if you don't do the sin outwardly, and you're still like thinking a bad thought about somebody, um, I think the specific example was like adultery or something. You if you think about someone in that way in your mind and don't actually do anything. That I think that was the example Jesus was, it? was giving. It's just as bad. Yeah, because God is judging you based on, on what inside, your mind not the and your heart, what's actually going inside, not mm-hmm. just what's outside. And so keeping your your head pure, your mind pure, your heart pure, and your actions and speech pure. It's it all ties into that and uh, yeah I think that was the thing that you were you were talking about there Jordan yeah I think it's a little bit wrong thank you uh, but I feel that's another facet of self control that people just let go right they don't think that just because I thought something bad about them in my head doesn't mean I sinned but uh, what's happening inside is more important to God than what's happening outside 
um, because you can fix what's on the outside without having a permit change on the inside. And you really have to get to the inside if you want a permanent and lasting change. And I think that's a very important thing and something that uh, we all need to take into account and to remember that it's just as bad to think something bad about someone than to actually physically hurt them or say something uh, rude to them. It's just as bad. It's maybe not anything physical or you're not lashing out, but you're still saying in your head. And uh, I just feel like that's something that gets overlooked a lot. Yeah, and I think the Bible very often is looking at the heart of a person because um, it goes back to that idea also. Um, even if you're trying to do something morally good without a right heart that's centered on Christ and doing it for Christ, it's still not a good thing. It's still a bad thing because you're not doing it for Christ. So I think it comes down, like you said, Johnny, to um, praying and asking the Holy Spirit what to, to, to observe you and, and bring to light things that you need to, that you need to fix so that you can um, allow the Holy Spirit to do its work within you. I think um, this is also a great thing that helps your witness as a Christian. If you're a Christian, it helps your witness to be more self-controlled, um, acting in a different manner than the world because the world tends to be so unself-controlled. Um, so just, just, you know, just do whatever you want to do as emotions tell you to do it. Uh, but if you have self-control, it changes your demeanor. It's um, way more life-giving, and you're going to attract unbelievers who want to know why you're acting a different way. I think that's definitely a great thing for your witness. And then I wanted to uh, touch on uh, a thing like rebellion, and I think that's something that uh, I think all teenagers go through during this stage. Um, I know I've been through it being rebellious um, against um, and just normally your parents. It can be outside institutions, but I think it's normally your parents. That's also something that we have to be controlled about. And respecting authority also takes self-control. And I think, um, just a quick note on this, I think being respectful uh, to your parents and seeking guidance from them is going to be preparing you for when you don't have parental authority, you have just God's authority to be able to um, respect and seek guidance from and love the Lord even more. So I just wanted to touch on that because I think that's also another aspect of this. Yeah, um, as for my last thoughts, really, I just I think that um, a lot of good points have been made here about self-control. Um, and I, I really like what both Reagan and, John, Reagan and John were saying about, you know, uh, with in the mind and, you know, it's not just everything on the outside. It's also what's on the inside because that, and I, I touched on this a little bit, but that's really the, I think that's, like John said, that's really overlooked today. And, um, you know, you can act one way out in outwardly, but it not be the really the way that you're, you know, thinking or doing inside of your head. You know, you can be, you know, presenting yourself in a nice way, but really inside hate the person that you're talking to or hate the people that you're around. You know, it, there's just so many things that can uh, be the case when you're, when you're talking about um, inside, you know, what you think in your brain, you know, um, and so really, uh, like we talked about, it just continual, um, working on, you know, how, when we are in situations where exhibiting self-control, both in the mind and outwardly or physically, um, focusing on both, you know, not just, oh, I need to contain myself physically, but it also has to do with your mind. Am I thinking proper thoughts about this person or these people that are around, 
because um, I, I think with everyone, and this is true for everyone, there's people I'm, I'm, I'm sure that we do not like being around. There are people that, that do not just, we don't connect well with and, or they've done something that we don't like. So then we don't enjoy being around them and it's hard to like that person. So you may be okay with being around them. Obviously you don't you know enjoy it, but you may be okay with it, but you may be thinking bad thoughts in your head about that person the whole time. So then it comes down to, okay, well, you know, is that really right? Does it really matter how you present yourself on the outside if that's what you're thinking in your head? And the answer is no, because God doesn't just look at the outside like um, both Reagan and John were talking about. Uh, it's also about what's on the inside that matters, and that's kind of what you hear a lot, but people don't really connect that to Scripture and the truth. Um, uh, you can't just say be a good person on both the outside and the inside because that doesn't really you – know, that doesn't fix the problem because ultimately we're not good people. Um, we're not going to exhibit self-control uh, on the inside. Um, maybe we may on the outside, but we're not going to exhibit true self-control on the inside without the work of the Holy Spirit within us changing our hearts truly. Um, and so uh, really for my final thoughts, I would just encourage all of you to continue reading, continue praying um, that and about all the fruit of the Spirit that we've been talking about, not just self-control, you know, to be more kind, to be more loving, to be more uh, – just all of it really because there's – there's so much that we can work on as people because ultimately, as we've been talking about, we are sinful people. So um, we just have to continue to work uh, to become more like Christ. And that doesn't mean we just do good deeds and that's it. Um, that's not the truth. That's not the truth the scriptures uh, present to us. It is a uh, continual change in our lives. I'm desiring to do the things that God wants us to and continually praying that uh, that he will work in us and change us and so and then acting on that not just you know oh well i prayed that's it you know it's we have to have the desire to to change and uh to, to work on those things and then not just uh simply say and not just pray and that's it not just you know we have to try to work on those things and then through the work of the holy spirit we are able to do so so um yeah that's that's all i gotta say about this yeah and just to say my uh kind of final thing that thing you just said uh about praying but then also doing um your part to try to relent to god and allow those changes to take place i just read uh today in james that it's about that the concept of faith without works is is void you need to have faith in god but then try to also act on those um things you know are true and that you're having faith in so just to uh kind of back up what you were saying there um, and yeah, I totally agree with what you guys have been saying about this. I would like to challenge everybody just to try and to exhibit uh, even more uh, self-control this week and try to make that a big goal. And then for the rest of your life, try and make that a, a habit to um, not not overanalyze yourself, but still analyze your actions and ask the Holy Spirit to bring things to light so that you can make those necessary changes. So yeah. All right. And as we uh, finish up this um, podcast, the... Uh, grand finale of season two and the fruit of the spirit i have personally enjoyed diving deeper into these fruits um of the spirit seeing how they all tie together uh and i hope that it uh made uh, your faith stronger and um helped you improve something and that you went deeper into the word about them um as because as Ray and aiden were saying uh, we don't know everything. We're not the source of all knowledge. Um, and we are still fallen people like you guys uh, who are trying our best. So 
uh, do your research and see what you can find and see what conclusions you can draw. Um, as we conclude this podcast, as we always do, um, I want to say a prayer for not only for Americans, but for everyone around the world that is listening and maybe people that aren't for whatever reason, they might not know about it, but I still want to pray for them because Jesus uh, can come through in miraculous ways, not maybe through our podcast, but uh, through anything. So, uh, But before I do that, I just want to you guys to uh, know that future podcasts will be coming out uh, the next couple of weeks, so keep, your, uh, keep a lookout for those, and uh, let's pray. Uh, dear God, thank you for another opportunity to do a podcast, an opportunity to uh, share your word and dive deeper in your word. Um, please convict us where we need conviction and help us to uh, be um, self-controlled, uh, but uh, not sin search and let you tell us when to uh, let go of something or go for something or whatever you want us to do. Um, Please uh, help us and uh, keep us safe this week and help all the listeners to um, go out in their communities and make a difference and be the light of, uh, for you. And uh, just please uh, help us and uh, keep us safe through this virus. And uh, your name, amen.